26 Nisan, Chavav Nisan, Tzaddik, his praise, 271. It is impossible to form any conception of the greatness of simply being one of the Rebbe's followers. It may be, he said, that others have used similar language to praise their leaders and the greatness of their followers, but the truth is that as far as my followers are concerned, the mere fact of being attached to me is in itself something very great. Some of my followers may be nothing in their own right. They may not even conduct themselves as they should. Yet the mere fact that they are among others who have drawn close to the tzaddik, the very source of holiness, is itself very beneficial. Eventually, they will also be inspired and come back to God. See for yourselves the wonderful teachings you have heard. Even someone who didn't hear the teaching itself, but was simply present when it was first revealed, is blessed. That just goes to show what a privilege it is to actually hear such a teaching. It goes without saying that it is a privilege to hear a teaching like this once a year. Even if you only heard such a teaching once in a lifetime, it would be enough. If you came into the world only to hear this, it would be sufficient. And in actual fact, Rav Nassim writes, we were worthy of hearing the most awesome and wonderful lessons again and again each year, teachings which had hitherto never been revealed. The Rebbe then said to Rav Nassim, but your soul hears. In other words, even if we could not consciously grasp the meaning of many of the things the Rebbe said, for example, his reasons for having his tefillin checked when Rabbi Levi Yitzchak went traveling, it was still a tremendous privilege and a spiritual benefit simply to have been present when they were said. It does not matter how lowly a person may be, even the merest cry he emits in his efforts to draw a little closer to God, even a cry interrupted in the middle, is never in vain. Thus, the Zohar, 169b, comments on the verse in Psalms 89.10, You still the proud swelling of the sea. When a person tries to pull himself up to a new level, even if he never succeeds, the mere fact that he toils and struggles to reach a particular level of holiness is in itself a form of praise of God and is very precious wisdom. His wisdom, 117. The same thing happened later when he was in Tiberias. Attempting to escape the plague, he found himself on a narrow wall, hanging by his fingertips above the Sea of Galilee. See his pilgrimage to the Holy Land, number 19. When he felt that he would surely fall, he cried out to God in his heart. The Rebbe constantly repeated these stories. They were a lesson that he wanted to impress on our hearts and minds. Imagine that you are in the middle of the sea, with a storm raging to the very height of the heavens. You are hanging on by a hair's breadth, not knowing what to do. You do not even have time to cry out. You can only lift your eyes and heart to God. You should always lift your heart to God like this. Seclude yourself and cry out to God. The danger is more than imaginary. As you know deep down in your soul, every man is in great danger in this world. Understand these words well. 118. Reb Nussin writes, I heard that the Rebbe once exclaimed with wonder, About God people ask many questions? How good it is when you settle your mind to realize that there are no questions. It is written, For God's ways are straight. Hosea 14.10 Everything is perfectly in order. I myself also once heard the Rebbe say, About God they ask questions? The Rebbe's intent was to ridicule those who think they are raising serious questions about God. 
It is written, God is righteous in all his ways. Psalms 145.17 You should not suspect that God's ways are at all unjust. If you cannot understand them, it is because God's ways and how God runs the world are beyond the all human comprehension. Book. Money, B, 11. Living from the fruits of one's own labor is so great that one who does so recognizes God's glory in a way that even the angels cannot. 12. The changes that take place in the angels, sometimes they are sitting and at other times standing, sometimes they appear as women and at other times as men, as well as all the other changes, are mirrored by the changes that take place in the flow of blessing that descends from heaven. Sometimes the blessings appear as fire, at other times as water, or as stone, or as any of the other forms. All of these changes affect both the world and man. A person's will also alternates according to these changes, so that at times he wants one thing, and at other times he wants something else. 13. One's livelihood is in accordance with the holiness of one's marital relations. 14. The economic prosperity of a generation is in accordance with the Tehmo Haran. 1. Lesson number 66. 4. The main element in all mitzvot and in all sins is when a person brings them out of their potential state and actualizes them on the level of action. This is because a mitzvah is only complete when a person merits to actually do it. When a person takes a mitzvah from potential to actual, this is literally tantamount to the creation of the world, and he thereby upholds an entire world. The opposite is also true with regard to sin, God forbid. At first, the sin is in potential while the person is thinking about doing it, God forbid. Subsequently, when he actualizes his thought and he commits the sin, he is then entirely wicked, and it is considered as if he were dead, and he destroys himself and destroys an entire world, God forbid. This is because the entire world was created only through the same process, whereby God took the creation from potential to actual. Accordingly, every sin, God forbid, blemishes all the worlds and all the holy divine names. May God save us. The only hope is repentance. Since through repentance, whereby a person regrets his sin and abandons it, all of the damage he caused is rectified and he returns and brings the rectification of all the worlds from potential to actual. 5. The way to actualize a thing which is in potential is through perfected or completed speech. This is because every action that a person does must first be articulated by his speech, since all things must pass through the three stages of thought, speech, and action. Accordingly, every thought that a person has is inevitably articulated by his speech at the time that he thinks it. And even though the person himself does not sense it, nevertheless, this verbalization does occur in a very slight and nearly imperceptible manner, as it is written in the Holy Zohar 3.294a. Through speech, the action reaches completion and it goes from potential to actual. Therefore, a person must perfect his speech in order to bring his thoughts and desires from potential to actual and to accomplish them in action. Stories, the Master of Prayer To some degree, these words were a consolation to the Master of Prayer. He understood that his words had begun to make an impression on the guard. The words that the Master of Prayer had spoken to this guard the previous time, combined with the words he spoke this time, began to make a bit of an impression on his heart. 
The guard now had begun to have doubts and to lean toward the Master of Prayer's teachings somewhat, as was evident from his reply. The Master of Prayer went to the second guard and spoke to him in the same manner, but this one also would not listen. However, in the end, he finally said, But I'm only a single person opposing all the people in the land. In the end, all the guards gave him a similar reply. The Master of Prayer then entered the city and began to speak to the people in his way. He told them that they were in great error, and theirs was not the true goal at all, since the main goal was to engage in Torah and prayer. However, since all the people had been immersed in their beliefs for a very long time, they would not listen to him. When they told him about the mighty warrior and their plan to send to the land where everyone was a god, he laughed at them. This is foolishness, he said. They are all mere human beings, and they will not be able to help you at all. They are not gods at all. You are human beings, and they are human beings, and not gods at all. There is only one God. May his name be blessed. About the mighty warrior, he said, Can this be the mighty warrior? From the tone of his voice, it seemed as if he knew the letters. Year 1, letter number 146. With thanks to God, Monday, Menachem Av, 5594. My dear beloved son, may God quickly send you full recuperation, and may he give you a complete recovery. I just now received your letter with the 240 kopecks. In addition, there were a number of the small tin coins, I do not know how many. They are not mentioned at all in your letter, and I do not know to whom they belong. You can imagine how pained I am by your suffering. I do not know what to respond to you now in such a rush, because the carrier of this letter is very pressed. It is late in the day, almost time for the afternoon prayers, and the letter from, text missing, has still not reached me. I will be sure to inquire after it. I am surprised at you, my dear son, that you still do not know that every new day brings new and different barriers and confusions, more than can possibly be imagined. And it is all included in what the sages said, Sukkah 52a, a person's evil urge is renewed in him every day. And if the Holy One, blessed be he, did not help him, he would not be able to prevail. The Rebbe also taught that every person must necessarily have some suffering every day, and that a great sweetening is needed if it is not to become overpowering, God forbid. Likutei Moharan 2, 77 What's new about what you're going through now? You have to go with the words of the Rebbe. There is really nothing to do but to pray, study, and pray. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 287. Believe me, my dear son, some time ago you yourself wrote and reminded me of these words in your letter that a person does not really have to do anything. You inspired me with them tremendously. Even though you originally heard them from me, still, at the time, they had slipped from my consciousness and you recalled them for me. Then I saw the great value of our discussions where we receive from one another. You already know the most important thing is desire, and praise God, you have good desires that are very strong. With them alone, you accomplish tremendous good with God's help. And in the meantime, you snatch numerous acts of holiness. It is God who saves, and with God's help, you will be able to study and pray more. For one who comes to purify is helped, but he is told to wait. Yoma 38b, 39a so that even though a person has to have great eagerness and zeal, he also has to do a lot of waiting. I am sure you have already heard a great deal about this from me. Beyond all this, 
is the most important thing of all, the power of the elder of holiness, the elder of elders upon whom we lean. Praise God, we have someone to rely on, and a lot more in this world and the next. Fortify yourself determinedly, my son, because God is right there with you. Do not fear and do not be afraid. God will quickly come to your aid. You will recover your strength, and like an eagle, you will gain renewed vitality to begin afresh doing all that it is in your power to do. As you wrote, there are presently all kinds of ailments and illnesses going around here too, and in the other towns. As for what you wrote, though, that you came down with this as a result of pain and worry, God forbid, for this you must repent. This is no way. It is wrong of you to allow your pain to affect you so, God forbid. You need to remind yourself as soon as something happens that everything that happens to a person is for his own good, and you must carry out the words of our sages. A person should always say, Everything that God does is for the best. I can continue no more. My hands are stretched forth to God. May the Almighty give you compassion, great and pure compassion, with no admixture of judgment at all. May the compassion be in your hands, meaning what you consider compassion, Lakute Moharan 2.62, so that you may merit all good in this world and the next forever. The words of your Father, praying for you and waiting to hear good news from you soon. Nussan of Nussan's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 382, with thanks to God, Wednesday, Tsav, 5602, Breslov. To my friend and dear son, life, peace, and all good. I received your letter on Sunday, along with the sum of nine gold coins. You uplifted me with what you said, because I saw that you are beginning to inspire and cheer yourself a little with my words. This is the most important thing of all. Also, the money that you sent me arrived at just the right time, when it was very sorely needed indeed, especially before Pesach. May God repay your deed. The main thing is that you merit to be happy over it, for the joy over the performance of a commandment is above all else, as explained in the writings of the Ari of Blessed Memory, Shari Kedusha Sha'ar 4, and especially in the books of our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of Blessed Memory. Yesterday as well, I received a short letter from you, along with the letter from Cherin. Thank God who has helped me thus far. Even though this small sum is not enough, right now it is a great show of favor through God's kindness and amazing salvation. What can I return to God for all the kindness He has done for me? My hope and trust is in God, that in the future He will furnish me and all of us honorably with all that we need for the honor of the Rebbe's name in which we hail. The deliverer of this letter is in a hurry. Send all the money that you received. God willing, I will repay what I owe you another time. I only hope that I will not need to borrow from you again before Pesach. For now, you should send me the money. I very much long for you to be here tomorrow evening, God willing, so that you will be here for the Pidyon Haben, the redemption of the firstborn ceremony. If it is impossible, though, do not be upset about it. There is a time for everything. There is no time now to talk at all about Shavuot. In all likelihood, I will be here, God willing. I only said in passing that it could be etc. Salvation is in God's hands, that all will be well, with God's help. The words of your father, very busy, and waiting for salvation. Shemot Nassan Breslov. Abba Bira'a Berabi Eliezer Ben Yaakov. Abba Mehagunya. Rabbi Abba Barnatan. Rabbi Abba Bar Al-Yashuv. Abba Sura'a. Abba Bar Shmuel Abba. Abba Bar Chilfei Bar Karya. 
Rabbi Abba Barav Yosef Bar Rava, Rav Abba Avua de Rav Bere de Rav Masharshia, Rabbi Abba Bar Lima, Rabbi Abba Bar Levi, Abba Avua de Rabbi Samle, Abba Tzidoni, Abba Bar Dusai, Rabbi Abba Sadrunya, Mirumanya, Rabbi Abba Bar Achua de Rabbi Yosef, Abba Hadoresh, Abba Bar Tachlifa, Abba Bar Machasia, Abba Samokid, Abba Tachna, Abba Bar Shumeni, Abaye, Rabbi Avduma Nechuta, Rabbi Avdumi Bartuvi, Rabbi Avdumi Bar Barate de Rab Tzvi, Rabbi Avdumi Bartanchum, Rabbi Avdimos Bar Yosef and Chalafta, Avdimi de Minchaifa, Rabbi Avdimi Bar Hamdura, Rabbi Avdimi Avuha de Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Avdimi Bar Chama Bar Chasa, Rabbi Avdimi Bar Chista Bar Dosa, Rabbi Avdimi di Tziporin, Rabbi Ami Aviv, Rabbi Avdimi Bar Nechunya, Rabbi Avdimi Achui de Rav Yosei, Rabbi Avdimi Malcha, Rabbi Nussan's Prayers, one, prayer number 127, 188. I have been forgotten like a dead person from the heart. I have become like a lost vessel. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commandments. Master of the world, I wish that I were as in my early months, as in the days that God watched over me, when he lit his candle over my head, in his light I would walk in the darkness. You are filled with compassion. You know all the attainments and knowledge that my soul attained and knew before it emerged into the air of this world. When I was still in the womb during the nine months of pregnancy, when a lamp shone over my head and I gazed with its light from one end of the world to the other, and how I immediately forgot and lost that great light when I emerged into the air of the world. Throughout my life, I must search for this. I must seek with all my might what I lost and forgot. But I am so coarse and stiff-necked that I have not, not only have I not attempted to search properly for my loss, but I have gone in the completely opposite direction. I have followed after the desires of my heart and sinned a great deal before you. As a result, I have destroyed a great deal with my own hands until I have grown distant from you and forgotten and lost all of the good of my soul all eternal good, all true good. I do not know any way to search for my loss, my many losses, so that as a result, I have almost lost myself entirely, heaven forbid. Our losses are in the possession of the tzaddikim. If Hashem had not been my help, in an instant my soul would have dwelt in silence. If your Torah were not my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. And now, what should I do? How should I act? Master of the world, you know secrets without end. You look upon hidden things, gazing to the end of all generations. You alone know all of my many losses. In your great kindness, you have had compassion on us, great and extensive compassion, and revealed that everything that a person has lost is in the possession of the true tzaddikim. But because of our many sins, we are far from the true tzaddikim who possess all of our losses, and no one even knows the identity of the true tzaddik who possesses all of his losses. And so, certainly we do not know how to search for all our many and desperate losses in His possession. You are filled with compassion. Open your eyes and see our devastation. We stray and search like orphan children, like unclean people who have no one to purify them, like the poor who have no one to be gracious to them. I will lift my eyes to the mountains. From where will my help come? Where will I run to get help? To which of the holy tzaddikim will I turn? I said, My life is lost, and my hope from Hashem. 
This will I reply to my heart. Therefore I will hope. The kindness of Hashem has not ceased, for His compassion has not been exhausted. Therefore I have come to you, true master of compassion. Be compassionate to me for the sake of your name. In your great mercy have pity on me. May your compassion be stirred up for me. Open my eyes swiftly, so that I will see and recognize the true tzaddik who possesses all of my losses. May I be able to break all of my obstacles and quickly come close to him. In your compassion, help me strive with all my might throughout my entire life to search with him for everything that I lost from the beginning of my life to this day until I will find everything in my lifetime quickly so that I may truly return to you, recognize you, come close to you, and attach myself to you. Guard me and rescue me from this moment on not to lose anything else ever again. Have compassion on me for the sake of your name. Have mercy on the prayer of a lone tree in the wilderness. As the verses state, He turned to the prayer of those who cried out and did not despise their prayer. He did not despise and did not abhor the cry of the poor person and did not hide his face from him and heard his outcry to him. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and Amen. Prayer number 128, 189. Master of the world, living God and King, the joy of Israel, have compassion on me for the sake of your name. Rescue me from the depression and lack of motivation that contaminate me that keep me from Torah, prayer, and goodness, and that have brought me to my present state. As you informed us through your holy sages, the essence of the serpent's bite is depression and lack of motivation. Protect us, compassionate God. Have compassion on me, you who are filled with compassion, and save me from these snake bites. Give me life and I will live. Give joy to the soul of your servant, because Hashem, I lift my soul to you, Cause me to hear gladness and joy. May the bones that you crushed exult. Eagerness and joy revive the mind. Help me be eager to learn your Torah and to serve you always with vast and mighty joy, with eagerness in serving you and learning your holy Torah. For these are our life and the length of our days in this world and in the world to come forever and ever. Besides that, everything is a mere puff of air, intangible vanities, what is the advantage of man in all of his toil that he will toil under the sun besides Torah, prayer, and serving you? You revive the dead with great compassion. You support the fallen. You heal the sick and free the imprisoned. And you are faithful to those who sleep in the dust. Revive me and raise me from the dust of the earth because as a result of my many sins, I descended to the dust and even lower than that. Our soul is cast down to the dust. Our belly is attached to the earth. Arise to help us and redeem us for the sake of your kindness. My spirit has clung to the dust. Revive me in accordance with your words. You raise the poor from the dust and lift the impoverished person from the trash heap. In your compassion and wondrousness, raise me from all my descents and falls because no one but you and the true tzaddikim can raise me. Send me eagerness and joy which revive a person's mind and the entirety of his being. Hold me with your hand Strengthen me constantly with your arm, with your deep, wondrous counsel, so that I will get rid of my depression and heaviness entirely 
and transform them into great eagerness and joy. May my spirit live and praise you as your judgments help me. Nothing is too wondrous for you. There is nothing that you cannot do. Who is like you, master of might? Who is comparable to you, king who kills and revives and causes redemption to flower? May I literally experience the resurrection of the dead. A new life. In your compassion, you have already performed countless wonders for me, every day, at every time, at every moment, until today. Revive me and maintain me from now on with true life in this world and in the world to come. In your compassion, allow me to taste the wonders of life that the true tzaddikim attained. They attained new, awesome, and wondrous life at every moment, and there is power in their life to pour forth the light of life upon me, even now, however I may be. May I also attain life from now on at any rate, true life, long life, good life, a life that is truly called life. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. Amen.